Hey Lauren, do you want to know what really chaps my hide? You bet I do. The thought of selling my 2008 Honda Pilot. I mean, I need to. It's time. But the whole car selling process gives me the scaries. All the research, the trade-in, the price comparison, finding the best deal. It's all a big time suck, and the good Lord knows I don't have any time to spare. Well, that is until now. Thanks to Shaver and Walsh Auto Collective, stressing about selling your vehicle doesn't have to be stressful at all. In fact, you don't even need to leave your house. Our friends over at Shaver and Walsh make selling your used car simple and convenient. The fact that they are local is a bonus. And beyond that, all you need to do is pick up the phone, provide some basic vehicle information, and of course, an address where the car can be assessed. Shaver and Walsh's mission is to make your vehicle selling experience convenient and transparent, offering the most fair market value for your car, even if you still owe on it. So if you live in the Chicagoland area and have a vehicle you want to sell, head over to www.autocollective.com and enjoy an auto selling experience that is actually good for your well-being. And thanks to our local sponsor, Shaver and Walsh Auto Collective, for providing a service that recognizes the need for effortless convenience when it comes to selling your car. And also thank you for your commitment to local charities. Through partnerships with local youth sport leagues, support of small businesses, as well as charity sponsorships, Shaver and Walsh Auto Collective strives to make a lasting impact on their community. Hi there. Welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. My name is Michelle. And my name is Lauren, and we are your hosts. Hey, host. Hey, (laughs) This is our version of a radio talk show, and every week you can join us for a sisterly chat where we talk about literally everything. We're going to tackle current events, what's going on in the world around us. We'll share some personal insight and stories, and of course, share random bits of things we think you should know along with whatever else sisters talk about. There's a lot. So mm-hmm. if you're into easy listening, lots of laughing and some inspiration sprinkled throughout, we are going to be fast, weird internet friends. Welcome. Well, hello there, listener, and welcome to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm your host, Lauren Massarella, being joined by my sidekick, co-host, and sister, Michelle Anderson. Michelle. Uh-oh. In one word, go ahead and tell the listeners and myself, how are you feeling today? Uh, is jubilation a word? Jubilated. Jubilant? Jubilant. I'm feeling jubilant. I. That's a wonderful that's, word. That's, that's an accurate depiction of what, what I've got going on We're right on now. the cusp of like moving into fall. The kids mm-hmm. are going back to There's the so many things. There's just, things are happening. There's so many reasons to feel this way. The reason why I asked Michelle, give us one <laughs> word, because today on our podcast, we're answering 20 questions. 20 hypothetical questions yeah. to give your goddamn brain a workout brain benders and twisters yeah i found this on parade.com via pocket again get pocket it was a good find it's a great this find. was fun yeah because you know what our 100th episode was all questions from our listeners and it's one of our highest listened yeah. to podcast episodes so we thought we'll answer more, more questions and more. these are a little bit more off the kind of random <laughs> they're so random but and fun. so good because they also like inspired really good offshoots of conversations and again we learned more i learned things about you that i didn't know and i freaking know you pretty well which was also proven in the conversation that's true too yeah and i felt like it gave my brain a workout because yeah. i had to like kind of think outside the yeah. box a little bit same 
These Same. are great. We'll put the link to those hypothetical questions in the show notes so you can check them out. Now, before we dive into those 20 awesome questions, we want to thank one of our newest anchor.com supporters, and her name goes by the way of Miss Amy Brown. And the crowd goes wild. Amy, thank, thank you, you so wow. freaking much. Your support to what we do here means more than you know. Honestly, it really God, does. You know, when these subscribers come in, listen, Michelle and I suffer sometimes from imposter syndrome. And we have that little voice that yep. sometimes is like, um, am I doing the right thing in life? And when we get people that are like, dude, we value your work. Yes, it literally does chip away at it. It helps that little imposter kind of dissipate. So thank you so freaking much. Amy, do us a favor. Reach out to us on Instagram or email us at contact at the sisterprojectblog.com so we can yeah, give you we a proper meet you. thank For you. Real. So reach out. Love you so much. Thank you. For those of you who are wondering what anchor.com is, it is our platform where we host our, our podcast and they've given creators the opportunity to be supported by their listeners. The link is also in our show notes. You can either do the 99 cents route, the 4.99 cents route, or the 9.99 cents route. And we want you to know that when you do support this as a project, you're giving us more time and monies to create more and better content for you. And so thank you so much. If you're interested, fellow listeners, you can go to the link in our bio and check out the anchor.com link from there. Peruse it. You can even listen to our podcast from there Mm -hmm. as well. All right, you guys, thank you so very much for tuning in and we hope you enjoy the show. I found this list of 170 hypothetical questions to give your brain a workout. Mm. And when I saw that, I was like, brain a workout? I'll, I'll take it. I need to give my brain a yeah, workout. Yeah, always up for a brain workout. You know, my friend Maggie, she does the weekly crossword puzzle on Sundays, the New York Times, which is Hard. It's like really discouraging for people like me. <laughs> I'm like, why am I even? I tried. To you do like it. try one. You're like, fuck. I have a good friend also that does them regularly, and I'm like, I don't even know where to begin with what those words are. But Maggie was over here the other day. She pulled it out of her backpack, and she's like, it's just a good brain, brain workout. workout. Hell yeah, yeah, man. So there are 170 questions, as I mentioned. I chose 20, and if people like this, I'll let's do, do more. 20 more. It was fun to answer. It was these. so much fun. I can't wait to hear your answers. So let's roll in. Let's do it. This. These are the top 20 that I saw that piqued my interest. And most of these, Michelle, tell me how you answered these. These were kind of like whatever came into my brain first. And then I, I marinated a little bit. Okay. So the first one is you guys, which famous person's body would you take over if you were a zombie? I just really honed in on the body part. Yeah. And I thought Jessica Beals, she's got a nice body. I'd like to be inside that. I don't, I think that's Mi- a bad one. Right? You think it's bad? No, I don't think it's no, a bad No, right? One. A nice mix she's of athleticism athletic. and yes. curviness with yes. big, nice hooters. I mean, uh, does she? Oh, she, she has, has a nice, nice plump, had, juicy she boobs. She does have juicy boobs. Well, mine's not far off. Okay. Mine went into the opposite spectrum of, like, I would never choose this. I don't know why I chose this. I'll tell you why. Kim Kardashian. Oh, because do tell. I want to. You might get I, some hate mail for this I wanna, one. I don't care. I want to <laughs> know what it's like to be in a perfectly surgically, you yeah. know, created body. Do you really Why not? Know? I As mean, a zombie, I'm probably gonna. The only way to kill dupa. a zombie is. Do you know you, how you, they? They you gotta you know go, you gotta eat them. No, zombies are only killed by um like a shot through the brain. Oh, yeah, that's how zombies die. In all the movies I've ever seen, that's how you get rid of a zombie. Didn't so, realize that. You know, Makes listen, sense. I'm no. not looking to hurt Kim. No, or no, that's not my point. No. My point peace is, and love listen, over yeah, here at TSP. My point is, is if I need to take over someone's body. 
I'm going to I, I'm going to take the body that I will never ever have in him. See, you can one day have Jessica Biel's body. He's got to work out, eat probably a very strongly yeah. regimented diet, and you're good. I'm never going to have Kim Kardashian's body. No, not unless that you that small waist no, and that no. big dupa and those big cheekers. Those I big don't get cheekers. it. Yeah, so like, why not? Yeah, give it a whirl. You know, not what? a See wrinkle what it's in like. sight. Mm-mm. Smooth as silk. Eat some people's faces looking like Kim Kardashian. Sign me up. Have at it. Have a blast. Have a blast. <laughs> I love this next question. What show would you like if you had to be trapped in a TV show for a month? Oh, yeah. And who would you be if you were a character? <laughs> I'd be trapped in Outlander and I'd be Claire. A hundred percent you were. <laughs> Nothing about this surprises me at all. Hello. Now, is Claire making out with more than one gentleman? I mean, she's married and then she goes back in time and she stumbles upon, you know, Jamie McTavish, mm. the Scott wearing the kilt. Yes strapping fellow strapping young man quite a lover all right i did three quick ones rose from the golden girls amazing she's just chill totally you know, no doesn't rose. have a fucking clue what's going on <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> carrie from sex in the city yep aiden or big like that hello oh my god yep okay mm-hmm. and like what would it be like to be dumped by a post-it from burger <laughs> and then the other one which would this would probably be the real one i would pick kate austin played by evangeline lily from lost Oh yes! Why desert? Because you're on a deserted island for one month, and, and I've got you those wanna... those good-looking young man, men, and mm-hmm. I'm going to try to like climb a palm tree and get some coconuts Hell and yeah. figure out why my plane crash landed me here and survive. You know, I'm all about aviation. You know, you know, that's going to be a theme in my questions. Okay, here. okay, okay, Michelle. Yes. Which world would you rather live in? This is a tough one. This is a tough one for mm-hmm. me as well. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter or Twilight. So I just want to say that I was so obsessed with Harry Potter in Mm -hmm. college. I think the Sorcerer's Stone had come out right before or it had been out for a couple years before I left for college. I studied that in a heroes class. Okay, so that's the level of obsession. I mean, not like obsessed, like I don't need to go to Harry Potterville in Florida. (laughs) I'm not like that. I kind of want you to though now. (laughs) But Twilight is a movie that if it appears on my screen, I will watch it. I will watch it at least two or three times a year. I choose Twilight. You choose Twilight. Michelle, did you read all of the Harry Potters? I did. You did? Over a very long span of time. I've never read Harry Potter, and I'm going to I'm going I to have read the one whole this set. Fall. Okay, I'm going to stop by and pick up the first, the very first one. Okay, I'll bring it by. I need to figure out why he's got that lightning bolt on his face. You will learn right out of the gate. Perfect. Yep, yep. So this is a hard one for me because most of you know I am a practicing, like, to think of myself as a self-proclaimed witch. Yep. So there we have that. Okay. I kind of live that life. Totally. But I don't have the mysticism that I want yet. So I'm very drawn to Harry Potter. However, I am a wannabe fangbanger. If you, you watch this True, is true Blood, this is true. those that like to make love with a vampire are fangbangers. So I'm like, okay, I'm already kind of into the Wiccan lifestyle, yeah. but I have not gotten close enough to the, the to the life of a vampire. So I will go to Twilight Land okay. with you. And you will have a blast. I'm going to have a blast, hopefully get bitten and you live will. forever. You will. And, and you ever, will. And ever and ever. In a very nice family, very nice home. It's just a lovely experience on the set of Twilight. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. They're having a good time. Oh, yeah. All right. Living it up. Michelle. Would you wish to travel to the future and be present at your own funeral? Here's my answer. Nah. No? No. Oh, my God. I am 100% there. RSVP, yes. 
And I want, like, you know, everyone to be kind of, like, sad, be it all in black. Wouldn't mind if someone wore, like, one of those you little Nancy things, like, one of those little netted fascinators over their eyes. So you're going to be that lady that, you are you going to prep your funeral before the time comes and have maybe, like, a dress code and have these things spelled <laughs> out? I don't like know, Like our maybe. sister Nicole, who has the pictures that she wants put in poster size of herself on the walls. Honestly, that's not a bad idea, because sometimes you pick really not flattering photos of me that you find I flattering. Know. No, it's probably because I'm more looking going at Away party. Well, that's true too. We do that. <laughs> so I'm going okay. to my funeral. You need to and do that. I want everyone to have a really good time at my death wedding. That will for sure happen. I'm okay. going to tell you that right now. Thanks. Well, how, I mean, oh, yeah. Well, I don't want to say who's going first. But. <laughs> Michelle, if you were king or queen of uh, the world, yes. What is the one rule oh. that you would impose? This actually came right out of me. My rule would be the shut the fuck up rule. Meaning, Whoa. if you don't have anything nice to say, shut the fuck up. And this is geared towards like the social media <laughs> world, the like hiding behind keyboards and texts. What do you call them? Keyboard queens? Yeah, yeah, yes. keyboard queens. Just shut the fuck up. You know what? I'm so, that's that's my rule. I think that rule will actually make the world a better place. I completely agree with you. And I think that my rule, yeah. to piggyback it, yeah, yeah. would make the place a kinder, more welcoming How place. How so? Tell me. Because I'm of the, per I, like when I'm out walking and I see someone come my way, I'm making full on fucking eye contact. Ooh, ooh, my ooh. eyes want to meet your pupils. Seared into the other person's eyes. I want to see your eyes. eyes and then I'm going to smile and greet you and say hi. Okay. I'm not just looking like make weird eye contact. I like this. So my rule would be if you are passing by a fellow citizen of the planet, instead of looking down immediately or looking at your phone, mm -hmm. look up look and up. say hi. Hello. I like this I was idea. on a walk earlier today and, you know, I do it. I used to look away a long time ago. Now I'm always looking forward and yeah. up. And a, an older gentleman walked by me and I said, I said, hello, how are you? He uh -huh. goes, good, how are you? I go, I'm well, thank you. And he stopped and goes, I like that. And I go, what? And he goes, I'm well, thank you. Oh, wow. And I said, thank you. It's like a happy in between. It's yes. not like, you know, it's an on, yeah. You know, I don't know. So, That's yeah. a nice exchange. And those are the things that happen when we open our eyes and look and interact and connect with other human I don't know. I don't beings. give... It's a lost art. Well, I don't know. It's a lost it's art. A, <laughs> That's why so when, this is I a great am, rule. when I am brought in as queen, Lauren yeah, of planet queen Earth. Lauren. Of planet wow, Earth. This very is my powerful kingdom. Queen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, my outfits would be awesome. <laughs> Your, mine would be very extravagant. Yours would be, be more like, like toned down. Yeah, mine would probably be like earth tones and like very like singular color hippie fluid. But really, that's exactly what I had in my mind for you. We know each other so well. So well, mm -hmm. so well. Mm -hmm. Would you... This is one of my favorites. Would you have your left middle finger surgically removed if it meant you'd never get sick again? Time out. Flick me off right now. Flick me off. Oh, you use your I'm right hand. I'm a righty. Hand. I'm a righty. So, yeah. I should have seen how hard Michelle I had to practice it. And the out. thing is, is I don't really do it a lot. And the option of never being sick again, even coming from a pre, like self-proclaimed hypochondriac, by the way, not anymore. I just want to put Good that for out you. there. You've recovered from that. I have. I have no interest in um, removing my middle finger. Take my left middle finger, please. Okay. I'm cool with not getting any kind of illness of yep. any kind. Yeah. And then what's going to happen? And I'm a left middle finger flicker off. Yes, so there I'd it is. Well, that was a strong firm have, middle. Yeah, I'd have to adapt to my right. You would. You would. Now what's gone? Look at, look at, look at my middle finger's gone. Look what I got here. I yeah. got the shocker. It's the reverse oh. shocker. Because here's what's, this is a That's shout out. That's making, taking lemons and turning them into lemonade yeah. there. 
That's what you're doing there. I like this. So here's what I got, ladies and gentlemen. I got the reverse shocker. You know, the real shocker, thanks to my friend Rose, taught me two in the pink, one, one in the, the stink. One in the stink. One of my favorite sayings of all times. Now it's one in the pink, two in the stink. Oh, Hey-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all just go right ahead and take my middle finger. Okay, it's gone. <laughs> Let's take it later. You're going to be poof, never sick again. Have a good one. <laughs> if you're home alone at night and you hear footsteps in your apartment or your home, what would you do? Would you panic or would you stay calm? When I think about being in that situation, I joke about being panic stricken. I have been in that situation when we were little. It was the first time mom and dad left me to babysit for you guys, which was a horrible, terrible, <laughs> very bad, no good idea, okay? I had no business watching my four younger siblings. Now, our parents, whatever. Well, I conjured up in my mind that a uh, intruder was had shimmied up our drain pipe and was in our second floor, and I had you guys all hiding under Afghans in the family room. I don't I, remember. I called the police, okay? Our, Mrs. McGuire came down. <laughs> Our parents came home because she had to find them where they were. There yeah, were no cell phones. They had to find a landline call. You know, like, Nick and June, you've got a call <laughs> at the front desk. It's like Pee Wee Herman. I panicked then, but I think that I would keep my shit together and be calm. Michelle, this reminds me of that time when mom and dad were out to eat, and I, for some reason, thought it'd be a good idea to play dead so when they opened their front door they would find our front door ah. they would find me in the foyer joke was on you not well them. i don't even understand why i would do this but i painted my lips like gray Blue, scary gray, that's great nice. and i laid on the ground until they came home you are such a weirdo <laughs> that is exactly dad something. was not pleased with that joke. i don't think i he i couldn't like see any him. parent why would no. any no parent would no, be like no. oh my god my kid's dead haha ha. no that was a learning lesson for you you were like and note to self that's not a good joke i'm not gonna that one fell flat Got <laughs> <That one fell laughs> <flat. laughs> a little bit of trouble for that one okay so i think if this were me i would first be like really quiet and i would hear only my heartbeat Okay, okay, and okay, so this is, oh. I'm in my bed, right? And if I heard someone in my house, the f and then what I would do is I'd grab my phone and be under my covers. See, now, Anthony, we have a golf club in our in our, in our our bedroom. Okay. It's like our weapon. Okay. In the event we had to protect Beat ourselves. the shit out of somebody. So I know he'd have that, and I would be secretly calling 911. Okay, so you'd be an active participant. A hundred percent. I wouldn't. safety. I'm not looking to, like, come face to face. Listen, no one should be in our house. If we hear someone, sure, you they shouldn't to. be here. Mm -hmm. We got to get out or mm -hmm. something. Okay. Mm -hmm. I am going to get, I meant to get it. Is it some sort of window it? ladder? hundred percent. I was thinking the same thing. climbing down my window. Why not? I'm going to open it up. Easy to do. Yeah. Throw out my ladder that yeah. hooks on. Grab Egon. He sleeps with me. I'm going to put him in a satchel. Yeah. Okay. Put him over my bag. Anthony's going to grab the club. And you're out. Phone. And bye. And he can swat him as you guys are shimmying <laughs> down the ladder. Take what you want, sir. Yeah. Our bodies we're are good. safe. We're good. That's a good idea. Be careful. I mean, honestly, I feel like in your house here, if you have to just jump down after Anthony a couple says steps. We can jump. I think you from can. From our second But floor. you don't want to get impaled. No, you don't want to get impaled on your get, black fence. No, and I don't want to break my ankles. Have you ever seen what broken ankles look like? Um, Crooked? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. No, there's. you're not getting away from an intruder when those things snap in half. <laughs> So just take it all the way to the bottom. Better safe than sorry. I can roll my ankle easily. Yeah, yeah, okay. Good thinking, good thinking. <laughs> to you, Michelle, yep. what is the most terrifying ghost if you were to encounter him or her or it? Trump, phantom pussy grabber. Oh no, thank you.
hello can you imagine getting and he's mm. not even dead yet well if historical I, figure down the way great yeah great yep. mine is like oh god i am ebenezer scrooge i mean what do we no hitler dude i mean like yeah. that would be terrible i mean to me i think I would like to be presented with a ghost, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I want them to be a friendly ghost. Like yeah. I don't want anyone that has horrible energy no. and did horrendous. No. That would be the most terrifying. No, that would ghost. that would I, be my least favorite visit from the history. Or like other like people that did like really terrible things to like civilization. Yes. those would be the ones I'd be like. No. Fair assessment, right? I, I agree. Yeah, because fair like, aren't because I guess for some people all ghosts are terrifying. Mm, that's true, but right? these are extra terrifying because they did. horrible horrible things right and i've been trying to think about like is there anyone like also dead that didn't do horrible things but would be terrifying to be encountered with i mean sure maybe if there's somebody that doesn't is a a, was a good person and left a good mark on earth but But, might be terrifying to look at (laughs) that could be kind of scary tammy faye baker just popped in my head not that she's terrifying at all but can you imagine like her, her just kind of like poof, with those big eyelashes with those big eyelashes oh, yeah. that could be kind of scary yeah, a little spooky spooky, a little spooky. i like <laughs> that sort of channeling the lady from poltergeist a little bit but different the, the little short lady? the little lady yeah different same but different okay actually can that you, little lady showed up that might be kind of spooky she was maybe the creepiest person in the whole movie she's one of the best characters in cinematic history why because she cleans the house and she fixes her hair after like being terrorized You're by right. a ghost. She I forgot. Is, so she's chill. She's like a hero. Dude, she was so chill. So why was she so chill? Because she was like a ghost profesh. She was a ghost profesh. <laughs> she was awesome. She didn't. When and my favorite, part I'm of that I'm showing my kids that movie this year. It's time. I'm they're going to be 13. We were we our mom when we were like eight, four, eight, six. <laughs> I'm showing showing them. It's time. I don't care if they have to sleep in my bed for seven weeks. If your partner can read your mind, would they st- still be with you? Hundred percent. Same here. Yes. I think yes, it actually, I have I th- good thoughts going through my Same. head. You, if I'm dark, you know I'm dark on the outside. But for the most part, the narrative in my head in about things and also about my husband, for the most part, I mean, he knows that he and I battle it out. But I'm like, I love him. You're hot. That's what I think sometimes. Like, Same grow here. your beard longer. You're sexy. Wait, a, a long beard on Ryan could be interesting. He only grows like a little scruff on vacation. I make him and then he like, he like he'll be like, I have to shave my beard now. And I'm like, go ahead. I mean, you got to do what you got to do because he has to be able to put like safety gear on if he's in a, for work, whatever. That's a good point. Can't get good suction on a hairy face. But I'm like, all right, well, that's it. You look hot. You were hot. And now you're just going to have that face without that beard. Still cute. I think Anthony would be into some of my inner thoughts. I think a lot of my thoughts are like thinking of ideas. So he would be like, oh, wait, that's a good idea. Ooh, Something creative like connection. I yeah, like that. creative cool. connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he'd also be like, okay, Lauren, you're going to the dark uh-huh. side. Chill Time out. to reel you take back a, in. Take a deep breath. Yep, yep. Which is, that could be helpful too. He it could, could read your so, thoughts and help re-guide you. It could be so helpful. I like that. Would you visit Jurassic Park if it were real? Only. And only if that hamster globe that they put you in to like travel through the park was guaranteed indestructible against like the t-rex and stuff now that came in the later it did it did yeah okay but still still super super cool and i would be game 
I would be into Jurassic Park. Of course, I'm going to go to Jurassic Park as well because yeah, Jeff. I'm hoping that Jeff would be the like person the that camp greets count, me the leader. and like takes me all around oh, on like a personal tour. That, just him and I. That would be so. And then you fun. know, like the T Rex comes and tries to get us, and he and I have to save him or something. And you have to save him, but he's like still so calm, calm and wearing quirky his leather jacket and his, like, not even glasses. flinching. No, and he's like, "Come on, come over here." Yeah, I'm like, "Where are we going? <laughs> We're gonna make out or what?" <laughs> Michelle. Yes. Now, in the event a classmate asked you, say you're back at school, a classmate asked you a question during an exam when the teacher was not looking. Yeah. What would be your plan of action? I mean, I'd give them the answer. It'd probably be wrong. And then that's fucking (laughs) karma on them for cheating. I would too. I got caught cheating in high school. I always had to cheat in math. And I'm open and honest. Listen. Same. If I did not cheat in math, I didn't have the... The, the people teaching me, nope. they were good, but I, I wasn't getting it, and no. I didn't get it. Because and we all could have used some assistance in I the could, math department. I could have used a little bit more help. So at one point, I was in class, and I remember like looking at my friend. Her name was Kate Fox. Yeah. And Mr. Cotty over at Fenwick High School goes, Miss Fox, are you cheating? And I looked up, I'm like, yeah, we are. We're cheating. We are 100% <laughs> what cheating. Nothing. He was like, you guys, can you stop? And then the le- the second time I really had to pull off like a cheating heist was during my SAT. Mm. Okay. And in the, oh, when wow. you're doing an SAT, you and your the people sitting around you have every other Scantron. Yeah. So your Scantron doesn't match the person next to you. So I had to gather a small group of students and say, listen, my friend over here, PJ, has agreed that I can copy off of his entire math part. Wow. So I can get into college, essentially. Yeah, so wow. you I like the willing cool? to do anything you had to to get that accomplished. Well, how else was I? I mean, I didn't want to tear My other score would have been great. It's, mm-hmm. Those are the dumbest tests. To get into college Stupid. to see if I can Stupid. do geometry. Here, under all pressure. of you shitty test cool. takers, we're going to measure you in, with the one exam that is going to decide, and you're all fucked. Isn't that shitty? So it's I took such it upon BS. myself and said, I'm going to make this better for myself. Yeah. And there was a nice redhead. I forgot what his name was, but he switched Scantrons with PJ so I can cheat off of him. Dude, you know, one of our guests on our show who will remain nameless yeah. was responsible for getting several people high ACT scores back Could in the day. Could have used whoever that person was. Mm-hmm. Just the math part. But mm-hmm. you know what I got? I took care of mm-hmm. myself. Well, God bless that person because you know what? People need those kind of You're right. aids and skills. You're right. If your bed sheets were made of a deli meat, Michelle, oh yeah, what would your deli meat bed sheets be? Well, my bed sheet, like my fitted bed sheet, would be made of prosciutto. Wow, I love that you thought about the different sheets. And my flat sheet would be mortadella. a thinly sliced mortadella. I know it. My whole yeah. thing's I'm prosciutto all the way. Oh, ooh, I want prosciutto ooh, ooh. pillowcases, mm, mm, duvet I cover. Like that. I just want to be like swimming that. in oh, prosciutto. A thin. There is what? There's nothing no, better and it than has a to be, thin. There's yes. a certain not all prosciutto slices are equal. And if you're listening to this and if you're going to go to an Italian Italian deli, you say to them specifically, please cut it thinly slice it thin this is see a through thin this is a thickness you want it you want to see it uh-huh. before they go ahead and do that because also some of those deli slicers <clears throat> at local grocery stores they Thick. do not like to slice more uh prosciutto and i think that it takes them four and a half hours just so it'll piss you off so you will not go back and ask for more <laughs> that's so annoying yeah now let me tell you something my bed would be different kinds of prosciutto though okay like a san, san daniele oh it's yes. so good but then if you're local and if you're listening 
if you go to Freddy's over in Cicero, yeah, get yeah. their homemade prosciutto because it is knock your freaking socks off. I almost like it better than San, San ooh, ooh, ooh. Hot tip, hot tip Fight coming in. there. I love this. Would you rather be bald for the rest of your life or have a massive mullet? I think I choose bald. I think wow. I think that I choose bald. I think that I would like really focus on like keeping my eyebrows like sculpted and tinted <laughs> and like really and really like work on that aspect because I just don't think the mullet I would struggle. I mean, I'm still struggling with the dolce that I got was the <laughs> cut around the, the face. Bowl cut. The length and back, it's not no, I'm I'm choosing billiard ball. I would go with mullet. I but I would have fun it. with it. I would ask for some bangs. Like I want some shaggy bangs. You know, there's there's this new haircut out called the wolf cut. And it's kind of like a Euro shaggy mullet. And I'm here for it. If I didn't cut my hair off the way I did just yeah. this recently, I was going to do this wolf cut. It's I think pretty freaking cute. I think Grace Potter, you know, over quarantine, she gave herself home haircuts. And, uh, you know, this just goes to show how opposed I am to the mullet because she gave herself, she has a new home haircut right now, I think. And it's kind of what you're describing. It's kind of shaggy bang, but it's longer in kind the back. Kind of shorter on top, but longer but in shorter, back. But it's like longer. a shaggy mullet. It's That's exactly what it's it is. kind of like a, a more like motorcycle, like band chick version yes. of Mrs. Brady. Yes, exactly. Right? That's right. Florence. Yeah. If we were to learn something about you, Michelle, if we were to speak with someone who doesn't like you so much, yes, what would we learn about you? You'd learn, ugh, I don't think I answered this right, but I, my notes here, I wrote that they'd say that they wanted to hate me, but they couldn't because I was such a good time. But that's actually great. <laughs> I love that. And I kind of feel like even, you know, I don't have a lot of enemies, maybe like one, whatever, but I feel like people that want to hate me I have a way of breaking down the barrier and being like, listen, just come on in. You don't need to show, you don't need to go all in, but just give me a chance. And, yeah, uh, hey. and you end up leaving being like, gosh, yeah, it's kind of a hoot. I, I like that. And I, I love that you almost like reverse engineered that. And you're like, people just don't dislike me. I mean, Where I disagree on my end. Okay. I think that I have some people that probably, the people that I think dislike me yeah. would say about me is that, because here's the deal. What happens is when I get into a sticky situation with an individual, whether yeah. it's professional or whatnot, it's because I speak my mind. Yes. I don't, I'm not going to like, for instance, I got in, I didn't get into something at work. I raised concerns about certain things that are really high priorities mm -hmm. for a mm -hmm. yoga studio. And I spoke up about a, a couple of uh -huh. situations within the studio regarding, you know, cleanliness and whatnot. And I could, and we had a little bit of a back and forth. I go, yeah. listen, and I was, t and this is why I'm saying what I'm saying, because she's like, well, no one else has said anything. I go, because no one else is going to fucking speak uh -huh. up. Okay, this is a problem. And mm -hmm. I'm the only one dumb enough at the moment that's going to say like, listen, mm -hmm. we work here. We have to fix this. And and I think that you should rephrase what you just said, that you aren't the only the only one that's dumb enough because you are I was, the. I said that in jest with her, but okay. I was, and then I, and because you I. You were lightening it up to. Yeah, I was mm -hmm. joking, but I. I know what you're saying. It was more, I'm the only one that's going to actually. Empowered. Maybe, yeah, and, it's like, come on. And you know Just because I'm the only one saying it doesn't mean I'm wrong. Exactly. And so that's where I find myself like in sticky situations mm -hmm. because if I, my mouth, I just, uh, it doesn't, sometimes it just opens up and shit comes out. Good stuff though. But, and those are some of your, that's your best quality, one of your best qualities. And I think for yes. some people, that's my, not my, they're not their favorite quality about yeah. me. Yeah. So when you're leaving earth, 
Okay. What would you say in your last text message to the planet? Science is real. Oh, well done. I like Thank that you. one. Thank you. <laughs> My last final hope. Mine is, it's been swell, clean up after yourselves, uh-huh. and don't be assholes. Ah, I love it. Enjoy the planet. I love it. Okay. Right. See, we're kind of aligned on, on our on. things here. Let's be cool. Yeah. Don't be don't uncool. Don't lead with your asshole. No, that's not what, what I meant. That didn't come out <laughs> right. <laughs> What would you say to someone if they asked you for, like right now, the most random piece of advice that you can give someone? Take the path of least resistance. It's far more fun. I like that. Thank you. Mine would be to be sure to always pee after sex. Great tip. I didn't learn that till a little later. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. UTIs are no fun. No fun. And then you've got to go the garlic route. Ew, only Michelle would shove a clove of garlic up her vagina. Nothing else worked except that. Did you, and did you go and get a- Nature's medicine. Mm-hmm. And then my other, <laughs> my other part would be, don't sweat the small stuff. It's mm, a damn waste of time. It is. And I sometimes do that, and then I've got to remind myself, waste of fucking time. Solid tips right there. Okay, we got just a couple more. We're going through this. You're walking through the woods when you come across a black suitcase, Michelle. It contains $1 million and a blood-stained piece of paper with the word don't mm-hmm. written on it. Will you take the suitcase home with you or leave it? It totally depends. If the world is coming to an end and zombies are eating people's faces, I'm going to take that shit and get take the next flight to Tahiti. If it's just a regular old day, I'm going to heed the instructions on that uh, note. I mean, and take a pass. Like this is like my dream. I would. Lo- this is like the mystery that I want. Like, what is going to happen if I take this million dollars? What does this don't mean? So yeah. it's very intriguing. However, I will heed it and I will not take mm-hmm. the money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that this reminds me of a great movie called The Box, starring Cameron Diaz and James Marston. It's a psychological thriller. Basically, they're presented with a box, and in the yeah. box, if you press the button, you get a million dollars, but someone they know will die. Oh, wow. It's a wonderful psychological thriller. How old is this movie? Um, I would say like mid 2000s. I don't even know about The this. Box. It's really, really good. If your life had a theme song, what would your theme song be, Michelle? Life is a highway. Oh. I'm gonna ride it all night long. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, Joe Co- yeah. Is that Joe Cocker? I don't, Joe, what is his it's name? It's Joe something. I'm gonna play mine for you. Let's hear it. Because I can't sing. We'll probably get shut off. They'll probably ban us. No, they won't. I know. This guy's not alive anymore. Isn't that beautiful? I like that. I know you do. I like this. Isn't that great? Is this one of the songs you put on your Vibe High playlist? This is one of my favorite classical songs. What is it called? Oh my God, it's so good. It's really good. The Blue Danube, D-A-N-U-B-E, by The Blue Danube. Oh. The Blue Danube. Is that a river? (laughs) I believe the Danube is a river. I prefer to say the Blue Danube. (laughs) Okay. Well, we're going to leave that in as the Blue Danube, everybody. By Johann Strauss. Okay. So that is a... Did I say that wrong too? Is it Johann? No, I believe it is Johann, which is my least favorite name. Sorry if anybody's (laughs) named Johann. It just irritates me to no end. I don't know why. This is the song... If I'm having writer's block, or if I'm out in nature, 
This is a song that I could put on at any point, anytime, anywhere, and it will transform my my being. I can see you because I know you <laughs> listening to this on your Repeat. walk with mace clipped to your fanny pack, 100%. literally skipping and smiling like an idiot, taking in every ounce of what nature has to offer, which is the way to be. The noob. <laughs> Stay cozy, everybody. Wait, I'm just kidding. kidding. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Last two. Would you rather have telekinesis, the ability to move things with your mind, or telepathy, the ability to read minds? I think telepathy. I just feel like the telekinesis, I'm thinking of Eleven and Stranger Things. And, mm. you know, sometimes it got her, you know, can get you into trouble. Whereas the tele- telepathy, you can. It's it just seems like a More superpower subtle. that's like intimate with yeah. yourself. Yeah, I'm going with telekinesis. Um, I love that you brought up Eleven from Stranger Things. When I think telekinesis, I think of course Carrie. Ah, uh, they're uh-huh. all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> My God, that was another one. That Best freaking movie. Stephen King. Okay. Sissy Spacek plays, you know, the poor woman who gets pig blood drawn, I poured all over her uh-huh. by John Travolta and that crazy oh, wow. mean bully. Yep, he's in with a great hairdo. Dang. And she brings down the gymnasium. It's really sad and scary, but you know, don't be a bully, man. Yeah. So telekinesis. Okay. This last question, number 20, is one of my favorite questions because I love it, a good old mystery. Uh, and it, for me, I really had a hard time. I can't wait to hear your answer. <laughs> What mystery would you prefer if you could solve some unsolved mysteries in history happening right now and why? Happening right now? Well, just a mystery. Any mystery is a mystery. Who killed JFK? Who the fuck killed him? Well, you know, they say that guy over there did. I thought Lee that Harvey. I know, but in eighth grade, Miss Bermier taught us all kinds of conspiracy theories about what possibly did, how so did he was shot. So did she tell you that there, yeah, so she taught you like all the yes, other things surrounding it. Yes, yes, Like, well, that's a good point. Like, do they it? say that Lee Harvey? There's all kinds of people in jail that didn't commit the crime. Well, of course. Yeah, I don't, I, I did was, some good research on that one just back in the day, you know, with Lee yeah, Lee Harvey. Then there was the guy in the grassy knoll, and then yeah. was it the Cuban? better than was being it? the guy in the gassy hole? What about you? My Lauren? mysteries. I have three. Two are related to um, aviation. I I'm dying to know what the hell happened to Amelia. Ah, uh, now there's a good I've one. I've always you. been fascinated mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. her. I mean, like at one point they're like those giant crabs ate her, mm, or that she did she did live you know on a deserted island yeah. for a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, I'm. I also, this is the mystery that I will pass away with being pissed if they don't figure it out. Malaysian Flight 370. Uh, Where did the airplane full of people go? Just gone. Poof. It went to the same place where Emilio went, apparently. They went down somewhere in the Indian Ocean. How and why they went down is the real mystery. Mm -hmm. Because... They have no black box to There's no black box it. Okay. because they don't have the airplane. Yeah. The only thing that they have is that the airplane, the, the pilot, there was some strange correspondence. And then he was also doing the simulation of the flight at home and rerouting it. it there's, and the way it turned, the plane turned around from the route that it was going. It also does seem strange, like in this advanced state of like this technological era right. that we're in, that we need the box that goes down with the aircraft to solve the mystery like we don't have a way to have something that seems like we need to maybe focus on that the scariest thing i will say about this is that they do refer to it sometimes as at one point it could have been a flying ghost plane because they think that everyone could have lost consciousness and it was just on autopilot until it just crashed 
Now that's the scariest thought ever. Isn't it? OMG. And when you say lost consciousness, because maybe like the air pressure changed, something something drastic. I mean, that's one of them or that the the pilot would do a suicide mission. Has there ever been, now I'm asking you something that you might not know the answer to. Has there ever been like a confirmed ghost I don't think so, but that was a hypothesis of theirs. But there is a great podcast out there called Black Black Box, I believe. And it's all about like aviation disasters and mysteries, if you're into that kind of thing. And then lastly, I'm dying to know who Jack the Ripper was. Uh, So maybe we're going to find out. Yeah, Michelle and I are tinkering with the idea for one of our true crime during the Halloween season to do a little uh, reboot of who was Jack the Ripper? Who was he? Or was it a she? We don't know. We're going to find out. Now, you guys, we hope you enjoyed those questions. There's more where those came from. You guys know what to do. Leave us a review. Drop us a message. Follow us on Instagram. And please, for the love of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, stay cozy. But also, share us with your friends. And that too. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at The Sister Project and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy. Stay cozy.